0: This is the limitless Keith Lee. This is Brody King. This is Angel Garza. Will Ospreay. Hornswoggle. Pentagon Jr. The villain, Marty Scow. The Mexican Ray Phoenix. King Ricochet. Concrete Rose, Sunny Kiss. And I'm here to
1: ask you to stop what you're doing. Take just one moment. And bask
0: in the glory of the busted wide open. 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 Boston wide open. Busted wide open podcast.
1: You're listening to the Busted Wide Open Podcast, dropping the elbow on the hottest topics in sports entertainment and the world of professional wrestling, with your hosts Nick Howell and Sir Ian Dangerous, coming to you from the Orbital Jigsaw Network Arena in sunny Southern California. Welcome everybody to BWO Live, coming to you from Twitch. This is your patron Mailbag, episode number 49. My name is Nick
0: Howell. And I am Sir Ian Dangerous. Yes, it's time to answer some questions, Nick. That's right, everyone from... Our phenomenal patrons have sent us in some questions today, and we are going to answer them right here on the show. And if you didn't get to send in a question, and it's because you're not part of Patreon, head over to patreon.com forward slash BWO and sign up for one of our lovely tiers. Because any one of them allows you to ask questions right here on the show and then hear us answer them. Yes. And that's a lot of fun for us. And hope it's a lot of fun for you guys sitting at home, listening to us talk about – it's kind of an AMA, Nick. It's pretty much anything. Yeah. like, But it's mostly, rest, it's mostly wrestling, but other stuff sneaks in there. And we have a lot of fun on this show. And, yeah. It's just a good time all around. And as you may notice, it's now on Tuesdays. We were doing it on Saturdays for the longest time. It's now switched to Tuesdays. So here we are on a Tuesday night live on Twitch. Goes live right after our regular show on Tuesdays. Usually about 6:15, 6:30, 6:45, somewhere around there. But we'll just hang out on Twitch, Wait, check in with is us. It? Well, oh, Pacific <laughs> on the left you know, coast. The the real time. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, come check out the show on Twitch live. And Nick, is there any other housekeeping we need to do, or do you want to get right into answering these questions?
1: We got a lot of questions to get through. Uh, BWOPodcast.com has all the links to everything. Make sure you get into the Discord. Follow us on Twitter at BwoPodcast. Thank you very much to all the patrons for all your questions every single mm. week, uh, guys. Uh, thank you to our patrons for just being patrons. Just you guys are pa- awesome. Just uh, all the patrons. Just thank you guys and, so much. Yeah. And you guys, who's listening. It. Thank you to
0: everyone on Twitch. Uh, thank you to everybody. Yeah,
1: all of you in Twitch chat today. Uh, my just, God, just oh my goodness. And, and RBDX3 threw 10 uh, or 1,000 bits in. Oh! He said, Nick, you can stop calling me RBD. I was going to start giving you the thumbs, man. Uh, and just call me by my rightful name, Vince, or also known as Trey. So is it Vince or Trey? Okay. I don't know. Trey. Vince Clortho? Trey it is. I'm not sure. Keymaster of Gozer? Trey. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. Trey with a thousand bits. Thank you very much, Trey. Much obliged. Thank you for for, uh, for the correction Thank there. I appreciate much, yeah. it. Uh, but, Ian, yeah, we got a ton of questions to get through, and they are Sweet. really good. You guys delivered Ooh. this week. Holy smokes. Uh, a, kicking things psych. off, Mr. Jacob. Oh, and down goes a okay. Stone Cold. Oh, yeah, Stone Cold jumped on me. It's yep. okay. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Jacob says, "Hey guys, was wondering if you guys have seen the trailer for the new Batman movie? Yes. What are your thoughts on it? And Robert <laughs> Pattinson being Batman? I think it could be interesting if it links the Court of Owls storyline in. It does. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Hope all is well and stay safe.
0: Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I'm gonna uh, let you go
1: first because we 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 agree to disagree on this one wholeheartedly.
0: <laughs> well, no. Why don't you go ahead, Mister Mister? I love all things Batman. All go right. ahead.
1: Uh, second only to Superman, and it's almost a tie. Batman's one of my favorites. All right." Uh, I think the thing that was interesting and different about this one was it had that sort of Fincher-esque noir feel, almost aligned with uh, something you would get out of the crow. That's when I, when I saw Pattinson at the end, after he had pulled the, uh, the cowl off, uh, that was the first thing I thought was, oh my god, the crow. Uh, Brandon Lee, like, whole, like that evoked that memory immediately. Uh, it's some big things in here. One, uh, we, uh, there's a big backstory with Matt Reeves and this whole thing, and they were going to do it with Ben Affleck and all that. There's a whole bunch of malarkey going on, tying in with Zack Snyder and his Snyder cut and justice league and all of that stuff. Like uh, there's a whole bunch of backstory to this that makes it really interesting, but the trailer itself, whew, dark, gritty, violent. When he came in and he said, I'm vengeance. It just evoked that kind of emotion out of me. Like, Oh my God, finally. Yes. That's the Batman I want. I want the Batman that's just going to keep beating the shit out of you constantly over and over and over until you just can't get back up again. Uh, Were those some of Joker's early goons? There's a lot of unknowns. And to top it all off, we got badass, looks like Zodiac Riddler out of this whole thing. So I'm over the moon about this thing. I'm kind of tired of the campy, rich man sort of things. I want to see dark, brooding, dark night. Like I'm, and and this looks like it's what what it's going to deliver, and I'm really I'm I'm here for it.
0: Fair enough, man. I'm 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 not as excited. I, it feels like it's trying hard to me. It feels like it's it's want to be edgy. Um, (laughs) I, honestly, it's really easy at at the end of the day for me to get behind all of DC's movies. I'm 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 gonna take a step back here. All of DC's movies have one major issue. They ha- are have a serious deficit of humor. And I know that that's not something that we always ex- think of when we think of Batman. Batman is pretty humorless yeah. as a character, right? But you can have a humorless character in a world where it's still entertaining to watch him in a movie. And that is one thing that you did sometimes get in the Tim Burton movies is this sort of uh, almost like a... Um, not a silliness, but there was there was a wryness to some of like, the goings-ons. Like there was there was a bit of an archness. And that was that lent a bit of that fun to it. Yeah. Um, Nolan's movies were, for the most part, dry as bones. Yeah. And as good as they were, and especially the second one, let us not speak of the third one. Um, they were ultimately, you know, they were crime dramas more than they were superhero movies. Yeah. This looks like you know, uh, a watered down seven or a crow with Batman instead. It doesn't feel like something from the Batverse. It doesn't feel like Batman specifically. It just feels like they stuck Batman into another trope, um, instead of actually creating a Batman movie. So, and that's what I got from from the trailer, you know, yay Zodiac Riddler. But at the same time, like we also had, you know, millennial Joker in suicide squad and that didn't work either. No. So uh, prove it to me. Uh, I I have no problems with Robert Pattinson as an actor. I watched The Lighthouse. The dude can go, so that's not an issue for me. Do I feel like he can put off pull off the acting part of it? Yes. Is he a guy that I look at and think Batman? No. I could bench press Robert Pattinson. I can't bench press Batman. Batman should look like Drew McIntyre. He should be huge and jacked. Yeah. In my opinion. But that's just me. I, I definitely have like a, a... When I think of... like When you think of Superman, honestly, the casting of Superman in the DC movies was flawless. Henry Cavill, yeah. He, Henry Cavill looks like goddamn Superman. Yeah. Now, they may just made him too serious, and they tried to make it everything, oh, it's, Errol, it's all dark and brooding Superman. Brr. The dude straight looks... He's jacked. He looks like Superman. They were able to pull off Ben Affleck looking like Batman. The only downside with Ben Affleck as Batman is... It's Ben Affleck. There's too much baggage about who he is outside of Batman. If if I had no idea who Ben Affleck a was, jiggly.
1: like we, we, we I can't get away from Jiggly.
0: <laughs> Man, you're still bearing that cross. Yes, <laughs> that's my point though. Is like I I'm, I I look at him and I think chasing Amy. Right. I can't I can't buy I can't buy him. You know what I mean? And I, I, I Robert Pattinson obviously Twilight, but the, but Ben Affleck is almost more of a personality in some ways than Robert Pattinson even is. Yeah. Um, so it, all these little mannerisms little ticks you know um, so it's it, Batman's been tough it's really tough uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not sold on this one yet prove it to me I'll, I'll, I'll watch it I will go in with an open mind but uh, yeah I'm a, I'm a big Batman dude I'm a big Batman dude and this didn't, this didn't, uh, this didn't flip my switches mm. Mm. definitely got all of mine Keep my crow to the crow. I love the crow. Right. Don't, right. don't touch the crow. Uh, did you at least
1: like the uh, remix Nirvana back in track? No, I hated it. Don't touch my Nirvana either. <sighs> wow, mm-hmm. Ian's, Ian was not happy with this trailer.
0: Uh, nope. Selling it. Yep, Not wow. buying it. Selling it.
1: There you go, Jacob. Uh, thank you very much, and hope you're well as also. Uh, next up, Edward said, Hey, guys, my question is sort of Nick Bookish. Oh, oh, oh no. Uh, if you had to fantasy swap one men's singles wrestler... Mm. One women's singles wrestler and one tag mm. team from a e w and one of each from w w e to flip flop companies who would you send, and how would you book each person or tag team for the rest of twenty twenty That's only like three months also, my wife is starting a dessert company and wanted to send you guys some sample goodies so uh uh, let's see. Should be addresses on Facebook. Will City Street oh, will do for sure.
0: Uh, thanks for all the awesome
1: content week after week. Thank you, Ruby Rex.
0: Yeah, <laughs> Ooh. Uh, Ooh. Might have
1: to hook your wife and Esther up, my lady, because she's into the baking. She does some Ooh.
0: crazy stuff. Hey, great British break! Great British baking show is coming back. Ooh, nice next week. Uh,
1: all right, thanks. so we got to do one men, one man, one woman, and one tag team from AEW, and one of each mm. from WWE to flip.
0: Flip flop company. So
1: we're we're basically flipping uh we're we're trading. We're doing a trade between the leagues.
0: Yeah. Okay, so let's start with the men's wrestlers. Who do we trade from AEW to WWE and vice versa? Men's wrestlers.
1: Oh boy. Um I'm gonna trade Ricochet to AEW. Nice. And I'm gonna trade uh, la, 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 la. Brian Cage to
0: WWE. I was I was gonna say Lance Archer. I was gonna say Lance Archer. Take current murder hawk, Lance Archer, to WWE and have him be the murder hawk, have him be a monster and just you know, what what he should be, just yeah. go and go over there and killing everybody. But I I don't know if WWE would handle the everybody dies thing that well. That might be a little bit oh, the kids, but the kids can't hear that. Right. Ricochet to AEW, no brainer. Him or Alistair Black, get them away. They, they're they're WWE does not know what to do with them.
1: I don't know if Alistair would go over well because he's too sort of ethereal in a way. He's got that sort of uh, supernatural yeah, Abaddon, gimmick.
0: Yeah, because Abaddon totally isn't working over in AEW. No, it's not. What are you talking about? <laughs> it would... If they just let him do his thing, That's it'd true. be fine. That's true. But yes, Ricochet, I think, might be an even better choice. Yeah. I think he could go over there tomorrow and win that TNT championship. Just have him yeah. and Pac face off yeah. the, for the next four years.
1: Yeah. Uh, women. Who are who are we? Who are we uh, I did the men's. You, who are you doing for women? Uh,
0: for women trading to God to, <laughs> I could take pretty much any WWE woman, send it over to AEW just to save them. Uh, but I I want to pick someone who is a relatively big star, but isn't going to gut WWE if I take her. Um, and you, I like for instance, I want to take Rhea Ripley over to AEW, but the problem is their women's division is so. Spare that's like her and Naya. Who Nyla. who's gonna beat them? You know, so I, I want to get someone who's a little bit more reasonable over there. Maybe like a Naomi or um Tegan Knox <sighs> to AEW. No, I you know I see the problem, Nick. I I think of Tegan and I think of damaged goods. Mm. I think someone who has two knee surgeries. Mm. Has a limited, number of, of, a limited number of years left in her in her career. You'd be very fragile with her, um, very careful with her, and I don't think has really reached her peak in terms of star power yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. She actually, in a lot of ways, is kind of representative of the AEW Women's Division right now. She's almost there on a lot of levels, but there's a lot of things she doesn't have. Um, Lacey Evans, you could bring over the Women's Division in AEW, and she would rush it. Be a huge star instantly, and take away. Don't think about her trappings that WWE's put on her, all the Southern Bell bullcrap. Think about her as a wrestler, an athlete, as someone who can cut a promo, go work a good match. She could absolutely dominate over an AEW.
1: I agree, and I, she
0: would also have the presence. Completely agree with that. So let's say Lacey Evans, okay, from AEW over to WWE. That's tough because I, I again, their division is just so incredibly spare, I'm going to take Chris Statlander because WWE would force her to make her crazy gimmick more specific and more crazy. And that's what she needs. Yeah. If you're going to do that gimmick, go 100% with it. Don't be like, I'm an alien, ha ha ha, I'm going to boop you. No, freaking. If you go for it. Just go nuts with it. Don't w- be wishy-washy, ha ha, what, what galaxy is she from, Jr. Go all the way with it. If you're going to do with it, do it. Make her a complete cr- weird alien. Yeah.
1: Dude, right? I mean, on the level of the fiend coming out. You know, I mean,
0: just WWE. Crazy yeah, stuff. They, they like she's she's big. She's athletic. She can work. They liked her. They were interested in her. They didn't pull the plot that the trigger on it. AW snatched her up. sent her to uh, WWE. Let them work their WWE style magic on her.
1: That's a good so, one.
0: That's, okay. So tag team. This one's going to be hard. <laughs> this one's There's no be- tag teams left. Who do we send to die in WWE? Uh, who do we send from AEW to die in WWE? It would be the I'm biggest
1: FU of all, but send Revival back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ow! No, oh, please, don't, please, don't, do no, no, please God, don't, don't do that. Please don't do that.
0: Have them go wear like, wear like the silly court jester outfits they had planned for them. Oh, oh. oh
1: Uh butcher and blade. I would send Butcher and Blade ah. to uh, WWE. I think they would do uh-huh. extremely well in the WWE Again, the universe.
0: Yep. And the gimmicky, yep. gimmickiness. Yep. Yeah. Got the mm-hmm. the
1: gimp mask and just the big jacket coming out doing the uh, sort of uh, duck steps, duck walk.
0: They'd end up being good brothers part, you know, 2.0, but maybe
1: it'd be this weird hybrid between the good brothers and the bludgeon brothers, right? It'd be just, it's a little campy, but not quite that far of a pendulum swing. And it's not quite good brothers, but they can, they can work. They would be fantastic. Mid-card tag team in WWE.
0: Here's the problem though. What WWE tag teams still exist that you could send to AEW? You've got, I mean, let's, let's run down the WWE tag team, street profits, Heavy machinery, like legit tag teams, not like ones that were thrown together, like Miz and Morrison, who I can barely think of as this, a tag team. This is
1: the easiest one ever, and Chris already beat me to it. War Machine,
0: War
1: Machine, True that. War machine to AEW, yeah, you and me, Chris. Right? I here. got,
0: I got nothing. I got nothing. Uh, I just thought of Ivar as being out. I was thinking like all the tag teams, and I just that I'm so. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, I had a into them being gone.
1: Gut feeling of like I, I wouldn't mind seeing Usos. Over there? Nope. They're, but they're...
0: But, nah, man. But they're too Samoan established. Dynasty, WWE, yeah. yeah. The mm. War Machine, 1,000%. Yeah.
1: Let them bring it back, have the music back, whatever. Uh, just... Uh, yep. Yeah. War Machine. Easy peasy War Machine.
0: Thank you mm-hmm. very much, Edward. That was a 100%. good one. percent
1: uh, next up, Chris. And I'll be sure to get you some addresses uh, as soon as we get done tonight. Because I want some goodies. It's I'm excited. It's almost October and it's time to <laughs> just rot all my teeth out with all the candy. For those of
0: you who aren't watching us live on Twitch, Nick and I are both rubbing our hands <laughs> at the same time like evil, evil kids, evil yes. geniuses. Are like, ooh, we're going to get candy. <laughs> horror movies every
1: night. My birthday month. Oh, uh, my we man. get horror Palooza back by your... Yeah, baby. Dangerous. Gearing up for it. Woo. Gearing up for it. mm 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 uh, all right, next up, Chris White asks, What's up, guys? Question for you. If Cesaro were given a singles push, how would you book it?
0: Have him win, for one thing.
1: He's got to win at some point,
0: first of all. <laughs> I would love for him to do something like if, you know, they've had a really good opportunity there with him looking like. You know Jason Statham, Hitman kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, have him do like a mercenary, gun for hire kind of thing, um, where just he was just unstoppable, but he didn't really care. Like literally, have him be Jason Statham in WWE, right. where you know you highlight the transporter, you hire him, he he fights for you, but he kicks ass, but he doesn't care enough. Like unless there's money in it, right? Like, like a one man hurt business. It's um, so a prize would be fighter it, basically. But a real one, not like the Kevin Owens in name only prize sure. fighter. Um, but a no, but a prize fighter that like doesn't necessarily go for purses. You got to send him after. Like you got to pay him to take out. Like so, for instance, right now, let's say Randy Orton loses a title shot at Drew McIntyre, right? And it's going to be Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre. Randy Orton hires Cesaro to take out Keith Lee. Can Cesaro goes in there and dissects Keith Lee's knee? you know, taps him out or or you, whatever. You hit, can hit have Hitman
1: style, you know.
0: Hitman style, right. Um, match ends in a in a no contest, but Keith Lee's knee is shredded, right? So Cesaro could be that sort of thing. You know, I don't he doesn't need to be the top guy. He doesn't need to be the top of the card. Just let the guy win and go out there and be a badass. And right now he gets to act like, like the, his, the way he acted in the match this week against um, the, uh, the Street Profits. He was a badass. He was beating them up, and then he lost to one move. Let's start with not having him lose to one move after dominating the entire match. Let's start with that as far as booking him. And not losing to a frog splash. Right? Not losing to a single frog splash from the guy who it isn't even his finishing move. It weighs about 85 pounds soaking wet. Well, no, th- no, no, no. It wasn't Montez Ford who, who beat him this week. It was it was Dawkins gave him the oh, Dawkins, yeah. gave him the frog splash. Yeah, still not good, still not good. So how would I how would I push him as a singles wrestler? Not have him lose for one. Book him as a clinical match badass, which is what he legit is, and just have him win, mm. allow him to win.
1: The nick booking gears are turning. So here's what I would do. But if Randy Orton take the title off Drew McIntyre, get him his... Oh,
0: we're talking about Cesaro. I'm, Let's I'm not getting get there.
1: there. I'm getting there. Oh, God. Randy Orton takes it off Drew. Big E <sighs> okay, gets a push. Triggered. Big E wow. goes up and ends up taking it off of Randy Orton to get his push. Cesaro's Big E's next
0: opponent. That's how you get Cesaro to is the Is he top. wearing a Sin Cara mask? <sighs> is, it Joker, <laughs> is it Joker Cesaro? No. Does he come out of face paint? No. no? He didn't say... He asked how I would book it. He Is he Tony be. Storm at the end of an episode? <laughs> have to. These are things I need to know.
1: Live on Twitch, killing me, killing me. Uh, that's how I would get there, it, and it would it wow. would kill you know two three birds with one with one program really, you know. Get Randy about another another title reign. Get Biggie a push. Guesses what C- makes Cesaro his next uh, opponent against Biggie. That's that's where I'm at. We could have that all done by Royal Rumble. <laughs>
0: Very, very succinct. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, he also said, "I have an alcohol question. I'm a big Scotch Ooh. drinker. My drink ah. of choice is Lagavulin. Is that how Lagavulin. you
0: say it? No.
1: Lagavulin. Uh, but that's pricey. Do you have any suggestions?"
0: So here's the problem. Scotch in general is pricey. If you're talking about single malts in particular, uh, blended scotches tend to be cheaper for the obvious reason that they're blended. Uh, single malts are more expensive to produce and also they're exp- more expensive because of imports. Importing scotch in general is more expensive. It's why bourbons tend to be a lot cheaper because we're making them here domestically in the United yeah. States. Um, so scotches in general are going to be pricier. Unfortunately, if you want to have a really nice Isla. Um, which is Lagavulin. Isla is a island off of the west coast of Scotland. It's where the most peaty scotches originate. Lagavulin is one of the most peaty scotches. It's up there with Laphroaig is having the highest uh, percentage of peat flavor in it. Most flavored uh, Laphroaig is the most uh, peat-flavored scotch on the market. They actually market themselves as that, as just being a peat hammer. Lagavulin is up there. If you like that style, you can look for other uh, scotches that have the word Isla on it. It's spelled I-S-L-A-Y. Um, so it's, it looks like Islay, but it sounds like Isla. Um, but if you like the Lagavulin taste, look for anything that has Isla on it and it's going to be pretty peaty. It might not be as peaty as Lagavulin because it is one of the most peaty ones. Lafroy is an alternative that is a lot cheaper because it's a lot more mainstream, but it's a lot less subtle. Lagavulin has a lot of subtlety to it. Um, it's more delicious along the lines of like an Ardbeg or a Kaolila. Um, Bowmore is another option that might be a little bit more affordable Um, but uh, I'm a huge fan of the ones I mentioned, Ardbeg, Kalila are also just outstanding outstanding uh from Isla, Bunahaben another great one, so just if you're looking for something like Lagavulin, that's a little more in your price range just look for the Isla on the bottle and look for something that's just a little bit lesser in price and you'll still get that nice peak kick to it but it won't, maybe not as, quite as expensive as Lagabula.
1: Yeah. I stick to my $15 poor Macallan 12s. Because <laughs> I can't afford any of that shit that you're talking about.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> you, you haven't lived until you've had a Dalmore 15. It's I, like candy. I hear you. I hear you. I would love it.
1: Thank you very much, Chris. Uh, enjoy all your Islas. Uh, mm. Next up, Martin says, I hope you're all doing great. I posted in the Facebook group, we have found a house. And it's been approved. And we get the nice. keys on the 28th. Yes. Congratulations. Good for you for sticking yes. with it, man. I knew it would come through for you guys. Even if we had to will it. Even if the BWO phenomenal ones had to will it into existence. I'm glad it came through for you. Absolutely. Anyone wants to come and help decorate is more than welcome to. I'll supply the beer and pizza. Man, if I was in the UK, I'd be right there, brother. Uh, but you guys won't let anybody from the US come to your country. So. <laughs> and I don't blame you. I don't blame you at all. I don't blame We're you at infectious. all. infectious. His question is, how long will it be till Mr. Brody Lee bites the bullet and shaves his head? Part of his gimmick is looking ratty, though, isn't I, it? I think that worked for the Luke Harper Swamp Swamp Man character. I'm not sure that works for clean-cut uh, Mr. He's Brody. He's not clean-cut. He did. He still. He still pretty much. He just greases he's, he's it back a little bit He's an executive more. of of a religious organization.
0: I don't think he's gonna bite that bullet. I think he's yeah. gonna let it get completely like bald at the crown and just crazy around the sides. Like he's just gonna let it go. Yeah. No man that has that facial hair gives an absolute crap what's happening at the top of his head. No.
1: No. So, I, I mean I, it, yeah. I I spend a lot of time on my beard and you can see the difference. <laughs> Brody does not. <laughs> no. no. It's just there. Uh, he said, "All joking aside, I want to know this. You've started your own promotion. What's your signature match stipulation?" Mm. Uh, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a death match kind of guy. I, I right, wanna, but
0: get specific. Uh, what kind yes, of death match?
1: I mean, street fight. Um, if I had to pick one, it'd be barbed wire ropes and light tubes, old CZW style. Oh my goodness!
0: Yeah. Um. So this is one I was thinking about the other night because I watched an old Roddy, R- Rowdy Roddy Piper promo where he smashed a beer bottle in his head. But it'd be fun to have. This is very Vince Russo, but go with me. Okay. Um, a beer bottle match. Okay. Where you can win by pinfall, submission, or smashing a beer bottle on your opponent's head.
1: I'm down. I love that.
0: Right. So like cases of beer ringside. Just all the all. I don't know. I, the more I think about it, the lamer that is. But. I don't know, Rowdy Roddy Piper legit smashing a beer bottle on his own head and then just, you know, bleeding everywhere. Just right. it, it stuck with me. Yeah, Or Sandman. It stuck with me. <laughs> well, Sandman was cans. Yeah, he would, he would bust himself open hard way with cans.
1: <laughs> I don't know which, what's
0: worse. <laughs> that's Right? Yeah, that's kind of either that way. That sucks, sucks, too. <laughs> right? I don't know. I've been hit in the head with a beer bottle. I'll take a can, frankly. Yeah. Beer bottles are hard. They are. That glass is thick. They're really hard.
1: It r- oh, I missed a couple really of bits. Hurts. Costanza threw in 100 bits, says, Scotchy, scotchy, scotch. Yes, indeed. Scotchy, scotchy Esby, scotch. me with 100 bits said, yes. uh, could read Alcohol for Dummies by Sir Ian any day. There you go, man. There's an idea for <laughs> you. You got all this free time, and, you know. Why not?
0: Pa- yeah, talk about true. passive
1: income. Write a quick dummies book. Uh,
0: yeah, that's not a bad idea. Yeah. I, I do have a lot of random, useless information. <laughs> I guess it's useful. I guess it is useful. Maybe you could start a
1: podcast.
0: Oh, well, you know, I've heard of those are. I've heard those are the they're, thing. These they're days. kind of all the rage these yeah, days. Yeah, they are. Yeah, <laughs> and people talk, are starting those.
1: Uh he had one more. He says also taking the current batch of wrestlers, who in the future will have that status of a Ric Flair. So Cena is the best wrestler of this generation. Cena isn't the generation. If you isn't in the generation, if you ask me.
0: Okay, so this generation, Cena. It was last generation. Yeah. So of this, it was last ten years. Let's say.
1: I, I think John Rick, Cena made. Uh, ruthless aggression. I think he held down. He held court for the two thousands. He and he but who's going
0: to be like the Ric Flair of this generation? I don't know because let's let's take away the oversized personality and talk about a guy who was legendary for his work and not like first personality. Let's talk about that. Okay. So I don't think that you're going to match Ric Flair in terms of outsized personality, right? And Cena was last generation. Rock was a generation before that. Who's this generation? Who we got? Is there anybody? I think it's more the question. I think it... I mean, the closest I can think of it might be Drew. What? No. Doesn't have any... No. Nope. You're you're talking about big personalities? I'm talking about resume. I'm talking about resume. Going all over the place. Wrestling all over. Wrestling everywhere. Putting people over. Having incredible matches no matter where he went. Right? Ric Flair... Why is Ric Flair a legend? If you take away Ric Flair's personality, why is he so respected and he's so legendary? Great. Because anywhere he went, it's got to be AJ he Styles. Was, he was money. It's got to be AJ Styles. AJ Styles it took. Yeah. There you go, hundred percent. AJ Styles. Yeah. Everywhere he goes, he's money.
1: Yeah. Uh, for the I mean, for the 2010s, both in Bullet Club New Japan and uh, over here. I mean,
0: this I mean, I'd say Daniel Bryan, but he was one. He was a one company. Well ring of honor back in the 2000s but for the most part kind of a you know nobody nobody knew who brian
1: danielson was
0: unless you were they did but not on a level like but aj styles was the man yeah in the companies he went to yeah he was the man all over Mm.
1: yeah easily easily aj styles i think aj styles yeah
0: thank you very much martin
1: congratulations again on the house brother that's uh that's really good news uh, next up, Brian says, "Hey, you guys! Got- hey, you guys!" <laughs> just to oh, piss God. off Ian. Uh, with the season of autumn and all things Halloween upon us, I was just wondering if there would be a horror palooza thread in our Discord.
0: I don't see why not.
1: Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Asking, ye shall receive. <laughs> Woo. It's going to happen. Uh, I'm assuming us as well. I know I will listen to every episode. It would be great to see a thread for all oh. of us to discuss and for Ian to pop in and provide a list of the movies he's chosen for this year and even historical lists from years past.
0: I think that's all I'm going to do. I'm going to hop in there and just nerd out with you guys yeah. is what I'm going to do. Uh,
1: so oh. I, I would even throw one at you. I don't know that I've ever seen Ian's if, – if I wanted to watch a horror movie a day, does Sir Ian Dangerous have an official top 30 horror movies all-time list?
0: I could make one up.
1: I would. I would love to see that from your perspective. If you want to, like, and I want to, like, I wanna like the, work my way backwards up the list and and see thirty-one how I feel about it. greatest,
0: yeah, horror movies of all time. Yeah,
1: give us all like a, a, a an advent calendar for October. <laughs> 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 yes, and I, that, I get a little candy doable. corn or something out of be it. Dual,
0: that could probably be done by the end of the night, to be honest with you. Nice. I'm just gonna look up on my massive shelf of horror movies over here and just. Write them down real quick. Oh yeah, that's I want to. I want to. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I would. I would recommend that. One other question: If you had the chance to partner with a brewery to make a busted wide open beer, what style Ah. would you want? Any particular hops or adjuncts uh, you'd want added to it? As always, thanks for being awesome. Help create the best wrestling pop culture community. Goonies never say die.
0: Oh God, um. What hmm. Hmm, part of the brewery, what style would we want? I mean, here's the problem. You're talking to two very different beer drinkers. Yeah. Very different. Um, I, I love all different kinds of beer. I love IPAs. I love Belgians. I love big, malty, dark. I love, I love the motor oil style, like 10.5% Imperial Russian stouts bourbon barrel aged with cocoa nibs. I love all that stuff. So that's me. Nick likes Miller Lite.
1: I drink Pilsners.
0: Yeah. So to find a beer that would cross over would be a little bit tough, but um, I would actually throw this out there that there's a style called a Hoppy Pils where it adds a little bit more fresh hop crispness to a Pilsner. Still very drinkable, easy to just slam them but it has this, this like little hit. It gets you right back in your jowls. Is it almost like a pale ale, like a blonde in a way? It's lighter than that. That's the best part. Oh, okay. It's got an, um, Pivo Pills by Firestone, used to be one of my go tos. Um, there's a new one I had for Modern Times. It was a one off. They did it once, and then it was gone. And I forget the name of it, unfortunately. But it was the best Hoppy Pilsner I've ever had in my freaking life. Wow. Um, it had just enough hops on it. To, to have this nice, rich flavor. Uh, but it was so light, I could have pounded three of them in succession. So maybe that would be our compromise, that we would have something like that. Um, and as far as the hops, I've been really into New Zealand hops lately. Uh, they're nice and tropical. So something like that. Nice. In a, in a, I'm, I'm literally having trouble talking right now because I'm salivating so much uh, talking about this. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, let's let's Nick let's 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 throw our taste together and say a lightly hoppy tropical, uh, pills.
1: I I kind of want to go make that now. I'm not gonna lie. I,
0: right. Okay. Like I want to start calling. Sold. Sold.
1: <laughs> Sold. Thank you, Brian, Sold. for the inspiration. Uh, Actually, I uh, might talk to some of the breweries
0: down here. Uh, so once I'm
1: done painting the
0: uh, the Rick Flares
1: because <laughs> uh, art piece. Oh on my, my God! Ceiling. Uh, if you guys haven't seen that, go check it out in the group. Esme I,
0: just Esme in the chat. Bust one open beer. Uh,
1: that sounds kind of dirty, oh, but I'm in. Nice. <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Uh, in your face. Yeah, bust one open beer. There bust you go. Bust one open in your face. That sounds like a bottle opener. <laughs> yeah, we could bust one open. I like okay. it. I don't know. That's I thought not it. a bad idea. Thank you, Brian. Uh, Thank next you, up, Yardy says, uh, Guten von Eden. Lately, Good I day. have been addicted to Shinedown's cover of A Simple Man from Leonard Skinner. Yeah. Uh, so my question is, what's your opinion of a cover better than the original? Like always, thank you guys for being amazing.
0: Um, that's an interesting question because I, I once read an interview where where Bob Dylan was asked about all along the watchtower by Jimi Hendrix. And, um, they said, you know, what did it feel like when he, when he covered your song? He says, it's not my song anymore. It's Jimi Hendrix's song. Mm. It's whoever does the definitive version of it. And I always thought that that was a an interesting way of looking at it where people think about all along the Watchtower and yes, Bob Dylan wrote it, but that was, that was Jimi Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix owned that song. Yeah. Right? Is Hurt more of a Nine Inch Nails song or a Johnny Cash song now? Yeah. Is Sweet Dreams more of a Eurythmic song or a Marilyn Manson song now? Yeah. So there's a lot of those where, you know, you, you hear a cover of a song and, uh, you know, after the fact, you can say, man, it's a really good cover but the original it's still it's still so and so song. There's a um M Ward is a really great artist who did a cover of Let's Dance. David Bowie's Let's Dance, Let's Dance, and it is an absolutely spectacular version of it. If you liked um the Wonderwall cover that uh I'm forgetting the name, the name of the guy who covered Wonderwall, but did a beautiful like kind of acoustic cover of Wonderwall. Um same idea except you did with let's dance and you had no idea that this very dancey kind of like you know club song was actually really sad until you hear this version of it and it's gorgeous and i love it it's still a goddamn david bowie song yeah
1: I, th- Manus, that's the way Manus, i feel about battery i love the machine head cover of battery it's it's drop tuned it's got that machine head flavor to it but that's still metallica's I mean, right that, that's their quintessential opening track if there ever was one is freaking "Battery." So yeah. I, I, it, I agree with you completely. I, I'm not sure I agree with Bob and uh, his sentiment there. I understand where he's coming from and everything. But, I mean, there's been so many good covers uh, over the years. There's a podcast out there by Brian uh, Brian Ibbett that's all about covers. And all he ever does is talk about bands that cover songs and things like that. Check that out if you're interested in that kind of stuff. I uh, can't remember the name of the show, but it's really good.
0: He's part but of that being a- said to to answer his question though I do have a definitive answer to this and that is actually I mean and this is one where it's an interesting situation where I still truly believe it's the original guy's song but I only ever want to listen to the cover. And that's and I know it's it, what sucks is it's in the news so much these days cuz it's being abused and used inappropriately. But it was always a very special song to me and that was Hallelujah by Jeff Buckley mm. covering Leonard Cohen. Yeah. Which is I mean If you all don't know, Jeff Buckley, unfortunately, passed away way too young, but had probably one of the most beautiful voices in rock and roll. If you ever listen to his live stuff, the guy was absolutely unbelievable. And the joke about Leonard Cohen is his voice sucked. He even made a joke about it in the Tower of Song, uh, the song he did, a Tower of Song. So hearing someone with an absolutely incredible voice using Leonard Cohen's incredible words, it's got to be hallelujah, Jeff Buckley for me.
1: My question is, what's, in your opinion, a cover better than better
0: than the original? Mm. You, would I'll, I'll, listen to, you would rather listen to the cover than the original. Yeah. That doesn't, that doesn't have to be one of the ones, like I was talking about, where they own the cover now. Like It's not, it's not even a cover. It's their song. You just prefer it. If you, if you have to hear that song, man, I want to hear this version instead of the original.
1: This is going to be a weird one, and some of you may not have heard this one.
0: Mrs. Robinson of the Lemonheads. No.
1: Okay. Nonpoint. Nonpoint did a cover of In the Air Tonight for the 2006 Miami Vice soundtrack.
0: Really?
1: And it's... I'm not going to say it's better because, my God, drummers unite. (laughs) Drummer, drummer, I love Phil Collins. (laughs) Please don't get it twisted. I freaking love Genesis. I love Phil Collins. But that cover from Nonpoint of In the Air Tonight... It's it's yeah it's badass. Uh, there's also another really one of the the other one that I throw out there. I don't remember the name of the band, but they covered "Boys of Summer." Don Henley's "Boys of Summer."
0: Oh, it, uh, 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 the Atari, Atari's or something like that. No, The Atari's. Oh God, no.
1: It's okay. Like it's no, I, I like it's the not better. One, but Don, it's Don Henley. So I mean, it's, it's
0: Don Henley. Yeah,
1: I don't like it better than you the stop. Don Henley one, but it's good. But the non-point, okay. non-point in the air tonight. Check that one out. All right, I'll allow that one. Yep.
0: Thank you, Yardy. Not uh, allowing you to put the Atari's over on this show. <laughs>
1: Uh, esme next up good morrow pod people i forgot to submit a question last week so let's play the lightning round oh god yes
0: i love lightning you get
1: three choices you pick one from each tier the one you pick will survive 2020 and the other will be blinked from existence what wait Wait. you get three choices and you pick one That one will survive, and the other two will be blinked from existence? (gasps) Okay. Uh, That's Okay. That's Uh, but I'm I'm ready. All right, let's go. Um, The Omega Man, Last Man on Earth, or I Am Legend? Last Man on
0: Earth. Vincent Price, any day.
1: Oh, I thought she was talking about the latest, uh, the more recent series. Okay, yeah. What? No, no, no.
0: No, I Am Legend is the Will Smith. It's all from the same book, the uh, Richard Matheson book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which is i am legend but uh, the, they made a movie with will smith which they just was an abomination uh omega man was i believe charlton Heston. and uh then last man on earth with vincent price i got to go with my boy vincent yeah. vinny i'm vinny P. P. I,
1: i'm leaning towards omega man with charlton. Ugh. I the, the other ones can kind of go away. I agree with you on uh, on vinny but yeah. Vincent. Uh, next one uh Road Warrior, Road House or Road to Perdition.
0: Road Warrior. That's a tough one. God. That's tough. That's tough. You make me uh, Road to Perdition. Not even a. Not even. Not even worried about like that. Road to Perdition can die. That's fine. Yeah. Road Warrior. or Roadhouse. That's tough. I got to go with my boy Mad Max. I love me some Roadhouse. I love me some. I gotta go That's Roadhouse. Tough I,
1: I, oh, no! I don't. I don't know. Listen, at least with at least with Road Warrior, we got Thunderdome. We got Fury Road. We've, got, no, uh, we've got other movies of Mad Max with Mel Gibson. Like, Roadhouse. There's only one Roadhouse. Like, that's... that's only, only one Road
0: Warrior. All right.
1: I, I'm, I'm Roadhouse.
0: History would be different if you blinked Road Warrior out of existence. I'm just saying.
1: I don't know. I think Romero would still have figured it out. Romero? Or who am I... Uh,
0: it's okay. We'll move Romero. on. There's, there's supposed to be a lightning You run. know
1: what I'm saying. Yes. Uh... Pick one, Ch- Chud, Sleepaway Camp, or Maniac Cop.
0: Ooh. Uh, uh, Chud. That's a t- I love Maniac Cop, and Sleepaway Camp is fine, but I love Maniac Cop, but Chud. You gotta, it's got to be Chud. You got to have Chud. Chud. Easily Chud. Okay. Yeah.
1: Okay, uh, Evil I'll Dead 2, Pumpkinhead, or Monster Squad. Monster Squad. Oh, God. Oh, God, no. Monster Squad. No, Mo- got to be Monster Squad. Oh, oh! It's 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 iconic to my childhood. Uh, the other two, uh, it's got to be Monster. You Squad.
0: You don't even care about it. for me. Evil Dead Two or Pumpkinhead? I, Monster Squad can go. It's fine. That's it's great and all, but Pumpkinhead or Evil Dead Two, and that's just that's choosing between my babies. Um, oh God. Oh, uh, I guess I always have Evil Dead One, and I mean I'm using your logic here. Evil Dead One and Army of Darkness and and Ash versus Evil Dead. So I'll say I'll say I'll take Pumpkinhead. Oh, That's oh, good.
1: oh! It hurts. Ten things I hate about it you hurts. can't hardly wait. Or Josie and the Pussycats. Uh, bullet in the head. Yes, all of them can can die a very painful death.
0: Uh, I'll, I'll take ten things I, can, I hate about you just because. Oh no, wait. Which was the one with?
1: That's Heath, Heath Ledger. Heath That's Heath Ledger. Yes, yeah, I'll yeah. take, I'll take that it. one because it launched Heath Ledger's career. Yep. We got Dark Knight out of it. We got jo- uh, Heath Ledger Joker out of it. Yep. Uh, Wild Bunch, Once Upon a Time in the West, we need to clarify which one, or Tombstone. Well, actually, no, we don't. Tombstone. No, we don't. Pfft. Really? Yeah.
0: Tombstone? Tombstone. I don't know. Wild Bunch, though, man. It, Wild, Wild Bunch is good. Wild Bunch is good. This is this is brutal. Esme, this is brutal. Yeah, this is... this is You're making us pick between our this kids. This is brutal. Tombstone, like this- I mean, if it could be the cut of Tombstone where you where you cut Dana Delaney entirely out of the movie and, like, it literally changes nothing about the movie except for a couple... Like, you lose one good line. If you cut all of her scenes out of the movie,
1: you know what I—you uh, know what I have to say to those other two movies.
0: Well, bye. <laughs> Damn, I can't argue with you. All right,
1: next. Never before has there been a film with so many quotable
0: lines in it. It's literally one big quotable line it until is. Dana Delaney gets in it, and then it just <laughs> screeches to it a halt. Yep. And just dies every time she's on screen. It's
1: also debatable whether that might be one of Kurt Russell's best performances ever. I, I You look at Escape from L.A. and...
0: I mean, and, it's that or Soldier, right? Oh. <laughs> All right, come on. Move on. It's a lightning round. Let's uh, go.
1: Boondock Saints, Lockstock, and Two Smoking Barrels, or Baby Driver? Lockstock. Boondock Saints. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh, I so, can't buy a so pack random. of smokes without running into nine, guys,
0: you got to be lock, lock stock all day long yeah lock stock
1: is i have no doubts for lock it's stock it's later.
0: if if you, yeah thank you ziggy yeah. i appreciate it <laughs> ziggler over here being like it's all about lock stock isn't it uh, hey. yeah yeah oh look it's a dog <laughs> oh i like dogs i like caravans more yeah. <laughs> that's snatch but still same thing uh this is spinal tap
1: velvet gold mine or train spotting
0: train spotting train spotting
1: dread the, oh this one's tough uh, we're talking about new dread dread the raid
0: or attack the block this is tough but I gotta go dread, dread just because they nailed the character so hard and I know like the raid has better action I know dread's just so cool yeah gotta go dread the attack dark the, the, really the new good Carl Urban like,
1: one was might be one of the more perfect castings ever
0: I'll put it this way I've seen all three of these movies I've seen the raid twice I've seen attack the block once I've seen dread like 15 times yeah
1: uh, and finally, oh no. Talk about making me what? pick between my kids. Uh-oh.
0: Constantine Speed okay. or okay. Point Break? A Point Break. Point Break. Gotta be. I mean, Constantine's great, but he's miscast in that movie. Speed, great, but it's just an average action film. He's done a lot better movies than that. Point Break, break. all day long. Yeah, Catherine Bigelow, Gary Busey. I hate Gary Busey. He and I have had some words, and and, and we almost came to blows in real life. So I, I hate Gary Busey. I will always hate Gary Busey. But I love him in Point Break. I still love him in Point Break. Utah! The sandwich place around the corner. Give me two. Two! Give me two sandwiches. Make the meatball stuff. Give me two. Utah! Give me two. Two!
1: He's got to be Point Break. I, I am a massive mark for Constantine. I love that film. I think I love it. It's got Shia LaBeouf in it. It's another strike it, against it. it okay. I, they I, bungle the ending. I loved it the casting of Satan, though. Oh, yeah. It's that... And Gabriel.
0: It's fantastic yeah. casting.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. visually amazing. Rachel Weisz was forgettable. He was mostly, <laughs> yeah, like you said, miscast, but, man, they nailed...
0: Uh, it should have been Paul Bettany. It should have been Paul Bettany. I'm a, I've got Hellblazer 1 hanging on my wall right over there. Should have been Paul Bettany. You Didn't want to talk he
1: just do that other thing? one with the vampires?
0: They, yeah, they, they went and cast him in something else where he was basically the same thing, and it was crap.
1: Yeah, it was sucked. Terrible. I love Shia LaBeouf.
0: See what you did, Esme. Do you see what you've done?
1: Go watch the Hot Ones episode with Shia LaBeouf, where he's eating wings. It's fantastic. I don't
0: ever want to see Shia LaBeouf do anything. He hung out at the you bar can, across you the can street. You can keep your shit, the beef to yourself. All right, <laughs> all right.
1: Thank you very much, Esme. She says, "Thanks, fellas. Be safe and stay sexy." Ooh, thank you.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Thank you. Thank you. You too. I wish I looked as good as Drew McIntyre. That is. That is. I almost mark out as much over him as much as I do Hiroshi Tanahashi. That is a good looking man. (laughs) Jesus Christ. He came out that one time without his shirt
0: on and jeans and a. That's a whole lot of men.
1: A lot of beef Uh, in that ring. (laughs) My goodness. Oh, next up, Xander says Tell them Cactus Jack sent you. Hey, fellas. McDonald's
0: is doing a promotion
1: referencing Cactus Jack, although I think it's not wrestling related.
0: (laughs) It's okay what? they also they also put um oh who was it uh, was it wasn't TI they put someone um oh, I'm forgetting who it was what uh, the, they put like a rappers action figures in, in the happy meals and everyone's like it's straight our truth like it wasn't the guy oh, okay oh uh, crap who was it so, chat help me who was it who was in the happy meals anyway yeah. neither here nor there uh, although I think it's not wrestling. Uh, what are some fast food and wrestling
1: collaborations you know of or would like to see? You can decide any rules and context to my question.
0: I mean, there's. I mean, right now, if we're doing this right now, there's no other better promotion you could have than uh, Burger King Corbin. Uh,
1: yeah, absolutely. Right there, he should get carried into a Burger King or through the drive-through on his royal chariot by his his uh, court.
0: Have Becky Lynch become the Wendy's girl? There's another one. I'm just saying. Um, Zack Sabre, Carl's Jr. Nice. That'd be a great one. I'd go there. Um, and, of course, it's really easy, but you get uh, Matt and Jeff back together and do the Hardys boys.
1: You don't have that out there. Car- I don't. Carl's I'm just,
0: I'm, Jr. <laughs> I just was going from Carl's Jr. Like, what else? I'm right. trying to just think of, like, <laughs> names of fast food places.
1: Uh Do we have a Mac? Anybody named Mac? Uh, I I just I can't think of anything. Drew McDonalds? Drew McDonalds?
0: Mac and Donalds? I don't know. That's pushing it a little bit. (laughs) Uh,
1: I think Drew McIntyre would be would sell a ton of Happy Meals if they figured out how to put him uh, on a Happy Meal somehow. That that dude's going to be a superhero to a lot of kids if he's not already. (laughs) What a beautiful! Well, he's got to tell them to. He's got to tell them
0: to say their prayers, eat their vitamins a little bit more. But yes.
1: Yeah. Exactly. And and don't sucker punch.
0: Keith uh, Lee. And by the way, Kyle just nails out of the knocked out of the park. How is Otis not involved in some sort of promotion with Fast oh. Food? Ring? The because dudes a walk. Why it, like, is
1: he not in a in a partnership with Omaha Steaks yet? Seriously. Good lord. Speaking of which, thank you for the reminder. I got to catch up. Uh, oh yeah. He says regardless, we have Matt Ryan as Constantine now. Best character casting since Chris Evans and Downey and Marvel. Uh-uh. I mean, it. What did that? That lasted one season. Did it go on longer than that? I don't think so. I, I tried to watch some of it. I didn't like it. It was too much of like a cop show. Like I want to see fucking. Excuse me. Uh, I want to see <laughs> demons and
0: and and stuff. Yeah, they ruined Lucifer too. Unfortunately, it's uh, a great comic book, but not a great show.
1: Andy just. Uh, th- thank you very much, Kyle. Andy threw in a hundred bits and said, "I just listened to Nonpoint in the air tonight. You owe it to yourselves to listen. Plus, the music video kicks ass."
0: Yeah. There you go. Yep. Yeah. All right. It's amazing also,
1: what 20 years of technology will do for sonic sound and music as well. So there's n- not to take anything away from film and Genesis.
0: Frosty, frosty with the Willie McDonald's. There it oh, is. Oh, there
1: Boom. it
0: is. There Boom. it is. <laughs> yes. Done.
1: Yes. Done. Yes. Uh, Esme, uh, Drew McIntyre's Happy Meal would contain a vial of his uh, his sweat for you to... to for, to, to rub on oh, you. God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or one of
1: his worn button down shirts Ugh. with the buttons busted off Is of it. Drew
0: McIntyre sweat flavored sprite? Yeah. Blah. Yeah, there you Blah.
1: go. Sweat fries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stop it. He's big and Scottish.
0: <laughs> stop it.
1: Oh, goodness. Thank you very much, Sander. Billy's next. He says, hello, my friends. With my new position at work, I have tons more time for podcasts. So I've been listening to your early episode, no. Oh, you poor. So a quick retrospective on your Wrestle Kingdom 12 review. Ah,
0: yes. Tanahashi. When we were were young and handsome.
1: See, Esme said she would buy the hell out of that Happy Meal. I told you. I told you. Uh, Tanahashi versus (laughs) Jay White. Uh, You called Jay White unpolished, sloppy presentation and needing to be carried against the ace, who was pretty banged up. You weren't wrong. But now today, how have your opinions changed? His character is more defined, held three top singles titles, had the co-main event at Wrestle Kingdom against Okada in a terrific match. He outsmarted Okada in chaos and became the leader of Bullet Club and took Gato with him. Uh, I feel he's grown a ton and become and outsmarted,
0: a, outsmarted Kenny Omega, too.
1: That's right. That's absolutely right. Uh, I feel he's grown a ton and become a great wrestler, character, and storyteller. Might be doing retrospectives in some of the old episodes because things have changed so much. Stay phenomenal, crew. I,
0: 100% right, Billy. He, I has, loved, he has made a 180.
1: And I remember I was really high on Jay White after that G1 performance. I had called him to win the the G1 and is it? It wasn't evil. It was evil. Knocked evil him out. took him out. Evil, evil knocked him out. him out in the in the semis, I
0: believe. Uh, one of the last matches, one of the yeah. last few rounds. Uh, yeah, he had a really yeah. good run.
1: Um, and I was high on Jay at that point out, and I was pointing at him and going that that guy's gonna be a megastar. He's the next one. And then they didn't give it to him at Wrestle Kingdom, and but a few months later, if I am remembering right, they did give it to him. He beat Naito for to get the title and then they took it right back off of me i you, you know it's i love jay white i think he's amazing i think he's got a great character i'm not sure if i like the beard that he's got going on i think that's part of it it's kind of part of his shitty heel character though and the switchblade thing and all that stuff right um yeah so i mean i love that we did a retrospective on one of our other bonus episodes where of the uh, the nxt call-ups and things like that should we do some retrospectives on like some of our pay-per-views like this and where
0: where are they now? Sort of things. I mean, that'd be that'd be fun. Like, I mean, it was fun to go back and uh, you know look at the episode of NXT that we did where we were talking about where, what you know how high could they rise and wherever things are now. Um, as far as Jay White, yeah, I, I actually the moment where he really kind of turned things around for me. Like, I felt like he turned things around before this, but when I really went, never mind, he's he's got it. Yeah, was actually at the G One special in San Francisco that I was at the Cow uh, Palace at the Cow Palace. Where he faced Juice Robinson. Um, and he actually, like, that was the one where they broke JR's ribs, ringside. JR and, and uh, uh, Josh Barnett were ringside doing commentary. My God. And um, Jay threw Juice, I believe, into the barricade, and uh, the barricade fell over onto JR. And Josh got so hot, he got into the ring. And Jay White just played it all off as it was, if it was all kayfabe. We still don't know if that was kayfabe or not, although I, from what I understand from Josh, it was not. He was legit hot. And Jay was playing it as such a great heel. That crowd was so fired up for that match. And it wasn't even a full event. Like It was just the, pretty much the floor. But that crowd was so hot for that match. And when Juice won, it was an enormous pop, given the size of the audience. Mm. But it was because Jay White... Did absolutely amazing heel work in the match. It was the way he carried himself, the way he worked. The match was so fantastic. I went, never mind, that guy's figured it out now. Yeah, um, and he'd been doing some good stuff since then. It was just, yeah, it was that that Wrestle Kingdom match was just a debacle, and yeah. then he just like very quickly picked up his game from there. Yeah. I don't know who was in his ear, but it definitely it, it, it fixed quickly. Gato, yeah. most likely, yeah, probably. Thank
1: you very much, Billy. Uh, next you, up, dude. Alex says, Sup, guys? My question this week is a What's fun up? one. I know you both like football, and with football happening again, would you guys Ooh. be open to doing a BWO <laughs> Fantasy Football League next year? I absolutely would. <laughs> uh, I had to auto-draft in our main league that's been going on for like 15 years now, um, and I actually Aww. blew it out of the water yes, uh, this weekend. So uh, good for me, I guess, but... Uh, i auto drafted a monster so we'll see what happens there i I, absolutely next year or i mean is it too late to do one i think it's too late because we already started the season but uh i will put a note down alex we will definitely do one next season that's a really good point i I can't believe i haven't thought of that yet but that's a really good one i'd love to interact with you guys i'd be
0: down i get murdered man i haven't spent i haven't had enough time to spend looking at like <laughs> the individual players and all their they, stats, they tell you everything. who to put in, but it's all a. I would get shoot. murdered. Yeah, I get murdered, but it would still be fun.
1: Yeah, it would still be fun.
0: Yep. Uh, I it's feel about, like just Patriots fun it. as watching my Raiders beat your Carolina Panthers on the first day.
1: That was uh, almost that fun. Uh, all things considered, that was a really fantastic football game. Seven lead changes, uh, mm-hmm. back and forth. Great defensive stands on both sides. You know, all of that stuff. Yeah, it just it didn't go our way. That was a kind of a shitty fourth down call to hand it off the fullback, and it is what it is. And we'll move on to the next week. So Aww. we got We got to go to New Orleans next week. That's not going to be any fun either. No, it's not. Thank you, Alex. Brandon says, "There we go." Would Kenny Omega benefit from cutting a pipe bomb promo to kick off this return to the cleaner? Calling out that in New Japan he was contending for the top title. Where in AEW he's in a tag team. What are the negatives and positives from him
0: cutting? a promo like the pipe bomb oh man i don't (sighs) calling a promo a pipe bomb promo is tough because that is such an iconic singular moment that it would be kind of like saying okay everybody go out there and and have macho man versus ricky steamboat you know what i mean like you're not going to no um That match is a one of a kind, iconic. You can do something else that's really, really good, which is going to be different. Yeah. Should Kenny have like a big, hard turn? I I like big hard turns because they're shocking and they're exciting.
1: Them taking out AJ Styles for him to ascend,
0: but it doesn't. And they did. They they do a lot of the hard turns in New Japan. Yes, we've seen some recently, including (laughs) Evie. But I don't feel like that's what they're doing with Kenny. I feel like with Kenny, it's a long, slow turn where you're seeing the rationale. You're seeing him slowly turn to the dark side, being evil to Marco Stunt, being kind of a dick at the end of the match to Hangman. He's like uh, wanting to kill Colt Cabana on BTE. Like, it seems to be a long turn. There may be a single moment where he does something, but I feel like it's not going to be a promo. I feel like it's going to be an action. It'll be some action that yeah. he takes. That's going to be a hard turn.
1: I don't, I don't feel like we're, you know, we're going to see Kenny marching down the ramp with a broom sweeping, uh, again. Like, I don't know that we're ever going to go back. He might bring the shades back. He might, yeah, bring the, the shades the, the darker hair, you
0: know, too thick, the leather jacket. Yeah,
1: that might come maybe. back, but I, it's not going to be, I am with you. I want something that stamps that bam.
0: But I turn. also don't feel it's going to be exactly the cleaner again, either. I feel like it'll be a new hybrid, because he's all about evolution. He thinks about everything like a movie, like you know, everything progresses and moves forward in story. If he does something, it won't be specifically the cleaner again. We may say, ah, it's like the cleaner. Yeah, I don't think it will be specifically the cleaner yeah. again. And Kyle I'd be surprised a, if it
1: was. Kyle makes a good point in chat. He says he can't cut a pipe bomb because nobody would believe it's because it's one of the bosses. You can't replicate that without honesty in its entirety. Yeah, and yeah, that, that's exactly. one of the things that made Punk's pipe bombs so iconic was that he was, he did have the people on his side and well, he was going against the the boss.
0: But he but here's the thing is that Brendan is referring to the fact that this last week on AEW, he did cut a promo where he said, he said essentially that mm-hmm. is that I was, you know, in, in, in New Japan, I was one of the top guys. Everyone expected me here to be a top guy. I spent I wasted the last year in a tag team with this Joker hangman. Like I should go out and be a singles guy again. Like this is why I'm done with the tag team. He he literally said that in that promo. But no one looked at that and said it was a pipe bomb because he wasn't challenging the authority, and wasn't calling out and breaking the fourth wall, uh, he wasn't breaking kayfabe by doing it. Right? That's what made the pipe bomb special. Is he, Punk just straight broke kayfabe and was like, "Yeah, there's a boss. Yeah, there's the boss's son-in-law. They're deuce. They're kind of booking us all wrong." Um, and he's shot on all of them. Kenny's not doing that. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? It's going to stay within the confines of kayfabe. What he's doing.
1: Agreed. Uh, I am anxious to see heal Kenny though. We'll see what's going on. To... I'm definitely down what, for it. Yeah, I'm definitely up for that. Uh, and let's get him out of that tag team, which we have, and get yeah, him do a proper Stop. singles run uh, yep. big time. Thank you, Brandon. Next up, Josh says, all right, let's have some fun. Okay. Nick gets the entire comic book world. Ian gets the anime world. Each Ooh. of you build a five-person Survivor
0: Series team. <laughs> um, how do I do this and not utterly destroy you? Because in, in anime, like you, there's so much more OP.
1: I get the than entire the comic, comic book world, so I can have Side and Thanos on a Survivor Series team.
0: Sure, go for it. <sighs> Goku alone could take them both out.
1: I, I have no idea what that means.
0: I know, just trust me. Okay. It totally could.
1: Take care, Esme. Thank you.
0: Oh, bye, Esme. Thank you, sweetie.
1: Um, no, I'll I'll stick real. With, with, you know, I'll, I'll do, let's do Batman Superman. Okay. Let's do Captain America as Team Captain, because he's okay. he's the Cap. And, um... Go on. Yeah, I'm stuck. Take uh, your last guy. Hulk.
0: Uh, the Hulk. Okay, fair enough. I will bring Goku, as I said, because... You know, including Ultra Instinct, he could pretty much probably manhandle everybody on your team. But I'll I'll have some fun. Let's say, um, let's say just to have someone fun in there. Uh, let's say Aaron Yeager from Attack on Titan, just so that you know there can actually be a little bit of back. We'd actually have an interesting match. And you're not going to just kick our asses. <laughs> We're not going to just kick your asses. So right. Aaron Yeager from uh, Attack on Titan, you can be flying all around the place. It'll be fun. Oh, and but. Then of course, you know, you get a mad and he turns into a hundred foot tall Titan and he'll just mess you up. Um let's do Naruto, get some ninja skills in there. Let's do uh oh no no. Ow. Let's actually, I was gonna say, um, so full metal alchemist. Uh let's actually take wrath. I'll take wrath from full metal alchemist. Uh and finally, I'll go. <laughs> I'll go. <laughs> I will go um, mid-change Tetsuo from Akira. Mid-mutation mid, mid mutation Tetsuo from Akira. Josh, I,
1: I hope you know what all those are.
0: I'm going to assume you do because I have yep. no idea. He has no idea what I was just talking about. No. So <laughs> I hope there's some people listening to this who have any idea what that like. Uh, Storm just
1: said. waves in the chat, uh, th- and Kyle both are throwing their their hats in. Uh, Goku, Vegeta, Naruto. Oh yeah, I Alucard. might I
0: might throw I might throw Luffy in there. Actually, sorry, yeah, you're right. Kyle just said Luffy. I might throw Luffy instead of Naruto. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thank
1: you very much, Josh. Uh, that would be an interesting Survivor Series for sure.
0: Uh, next up, Kyle. I was trying to get I was trying to get like one from each anime. I didn't want to do Goku and Vegeta. Yeah, that just seems like that's you know. I'll take, I'll take everyone from Dragon Ball. <laughs> right. The, the end worlds without even thinking about it. I'll just take them, no problem. Yeah. So. Uh,
1: next up, Kyle says this bug has been buzzing in my head for a while, so I'll just ask it to see what the collective room thinks. After listening to the he who has been BWO canceled experience this last week, Vel- Velveteen. Velveteen. Oh, He's been canceled. Yeah, sure. Right. Uh, is Rhea Ripley currently the best female wrestler in the world right now? And if not, where would you
0: rank her? Mm. No, no, uh, no, she is very exciting. She has a lot of she's an enormous amount of upside. Charlotte's still a better wrestler than she is, Becky's still a better wrestler than she is, Asuka's a better wrestler than she is. There's a lot of women in Japan who are better wrestlers than she is. She's very, very good. She's also very, very young. She's a lot to learn, a lot of potential to grow, a lot of room to grow. She is excellent. She is she. When you're talking about the best women's wrestlers in the world, I think it is. There's an argument to be made to put her on that list. Is she the best? No, not by a long shot. Yeah, yeah.
1: Really good. Really promising future. She mm-hmm. will one day rule. I think, uh, but not while the queen's around. Uh, also given how young she is, how quickly she is developing and her basically being China. If she learned how to work at a high level, could she conceivably and believably be the first woman to hold the top men's title in WWE as a way of avoiding the Charlotte effect? Let's say five to seven years down the line, because right now I would believe she could be, she could beat half the men in WWE before the possibility of adding other styles into her work. What could make her a believable underneath babyface or the other half?
0: WWE will never allow that to happen. No, could she? Could she believably beat men in a wrestling match if you had intergender matches? Yes, absolutely. She she carries herself that way. She you know looks that way, has the strength to do it for sure. But will WWE do that? No, they're still not on board with doing like full on intergender matches. I mean, you know, even the even when China was having intergender matches, yeah, she won the intercontinental title. In a match where they literally were throwing flour at each other, and like there was a kitchen sink, right? right. It was literally. the joke. The, the joke of the match was women belong in the kitchen, so China brought in all this stuff from the kitchen and beat Jeff Jarrett from pillar to post with it, right? Ha ha ha. Um, in, in another company that did intergender wrestling, like if uh, Rhea Ripley would have been a more believable female champ in Impact than Tessa Blanchard, agreed, hundred like inarguably, so. Kyle, your, your question about could Rhea hold a top men's title? Yeah, sure. Not in WWE because that's not WWE's bag. But could she believably believably do it? Yeah, absolutely. Just because of the who she is. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh,
1: thank you very much, Kyle. Next up, Jess uh, says, Hey, y'all been taking a little break from wrestling lately and cringe watching horror movies instead. <laughs> yeah. Nobody here is going to be mad at you about that. Nope. nope. Uh, my question mostly got uh, for Ian is: What are some mm-hmm. good movies to watch that are for super rookies that can't handle horror movies? Hmm. I've watched Halloween and was shaking the whole time because I'm a super wimp. Thanks, y'all. Stay awesome.
0: Which Halloween though? the The new one or the original seventies yeah, one? That'd be that'd That's be the, the question. question. If it was the original, That's because the new one's pretty intense. Yeah, but the old one is definitely like a product of its time. If if. If Jesse, you're talking about the old one, um, and that one was making you shake because it was just so tense. I mean, it is a really good movie, but I would actually, you know, it's funny. I would actually say, um, for the most part, stick to older horror movies. Um, she don't says all go but Rob
1: Zombie in chat.
0: You've seen all of them but the Rob Zombie one. Um, how how did you fare with like the old old school original one, 1970s one? Cause that's that's what I was going to say is. Like, watch old horror movies. Yeah. Start with the classics. Watch the old Universal Monster movies. Watch Hammer. Hammer Horror Film has a ton of awesome, creepy horror movies that, like, aren't so bad that you're going to be hiding behind your eyes and wanting to die the entire time. Uh, but they've got great atmosphere, and some of them have, like, quite a good bit of blood in them. But they're just not as intense um, as some of the modern horror movies. And that even goes for, like, 80s horror movies. You well, know what I mean? Omen. um. I'm oh god, yeah. Of, I'm trying to think of the milder Omen freaks ones. Freaks me out, man. Omen freaks me out. Uh, Omen, that, the the older guys wasn't. Older guys is pretty good. That's, that's Older guys freaked a me out freak as a kid, but it's, 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 it's pretty tame. Yeah, it's also PG. It's yeah. one of the reasons PG 13 was created. But um, yeah, pretty much like those 80s 80s horror movies. Um,
1: Stay away from that, anything of the video nasties uh, from England in the early 80s.
0: <laughs> well, those are well. That's because they're more exploitation. Like yeah. don't don't watch any Italian. <laughs> Don't watch any Italian cannibal films. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> that was like half the video. Nazis it'll like it'll mess you frogs, up for life. Cannibal Holocaust. I, I can
1: never. I I can never unwatch Cannibal Holocaust.
0: Yeah, seriously. Especially the un- uncut version with the turtle, <laughs> the tortoise killing. Um, but uh, but yeah, like a lot. There's a lot of 80s horror films that are really fun. Um, if you want to stick to John Carpenter, you can check out The Fog and um, uh. Uh, Prince of Darkness, uh, even one of his '90s ones, like In the Mouth of Madness, was really good. Mm. But like, be careful of modern horror films because they've they've gotten so much more intense that even like the more mellow ones these days are much more shocking and in your face yeah. than they were back in the day. And it's and it's a lot easier. F- I, I having sat down with people that aren't normal horror movie watchers; they're not scared by stuff that's older because it just doesn't look as in, like the stuff that they used to show in those horror movies in the 80s, you can now see on TV on like a cop drama. You know what I mean? So they're going to be a little bit more mellow and easy to watch. They'll still have tension, but they're not going to be – there's not the potential and the possibility for you to just have stuff that's just going to mess you up Yeah, as much as as like modern movies. Like I'm thinking about even something that's I think is relatively artistic, like It Follows or The Babadook. And those I think are way more intense. Yeah. Then, you know, Chud or something like that yeah. from back in the eighties, you know? Or if, if you're or, looking or for more
1: like ridiculous stuff, like you could get into some of the like the campy stuff I was mentioning, in a minute, like extra and night beast and chud. Well,
0: they're um, real like the, the
1: crappy, like yeah. Yeah, they're they're horrible films. <laughs> right. But they're uh, I, you know, one of the ones that always really creeped me out because I thought about it too much was Invasion of the Body Snatchers um the pod people and all of that like well, i really started to think it like and, and the donald sutherland version the sutherland or the version the, yeah yeah the, almost the the way that they did the pods and the effects uh, of that kind of stuff i started to think this could really happen you know it's one of those movies where you cross over a little bit and go well, i could actually really see this happening and then, and they, then they make because, movies yeah. like cocoon and you're just like jesus no <laughs> It's really Cocoon! happening.
0: <laughs> Cocoon with Wilfred Brimley. Oh Rest yeah, diabetes. That to be. He, he just
1: diabetes. finally
0: died. Well, speaking of Wilford oh. Brimley, I, I'm curious, actually, uh, Jesse, if you ever watched the thing, mm-hmm. the old with the John Carpenter. I mean, it's from '82, but that's a pretty intense movie. That's, I'm actually,
1: yeah, that's that. I would, I wouldn't recommend that one. That's one no, of my all-time favorites. Pretty,
0: me too. It's one of my all-time favorites, but it is, it's pretty, it's pretty gnarly. Yeah. It's, it holds up in its gnarliness. Yeah. But again, like some of the old effects don't work. I watched The Thing with my sister, who's five years younger than me. She'd never seen it. She was in her 20s. We watched it, and she was like, I'm not scared about this. Everything looks rubber. I'm not scared about this at all. Wow. So, yeah. Don't know. I I, I Like I said, older movies would probably be the best way to start, and then just kind of feel it out. Um, you know what's one? I'd be actually really curious to see what you thought of when well, it's one of my favorite movies of the last 20 years is The Witch, and it's spelled V V I T H to give it an extra large W. Um, and I believe it's still on Netflix. Netflix, it was last time I checked. Uh, but that's one that's modern and it's not hmm, it's not that scary, but it's 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 not that intense. I don't know. It's I'd pretty tense.
1: It's not scary, but it's... It's tense, tr- but you you it's don't, not it's, it's scary. Without spoiling anything, it's, um, it keeps you on your toes.
0: It definitely keeps you on your toes. Like That's you, for sure. You have
1: no idea what's coming around the corner, and I'll, I'll leave it yeah. at that.
0: And if you're feeling really brave, it follows. <laughs> that might be a little mean.
1: Uh, one that I so. really enjoyed, Recency Bias, is the... I think it was the first VHS... Where it was the sort of the found oh God. Footage stuff. oh
0: that sh- oh that shit is horrific yeah that first the first uh, what's the one where they went to the sort of
1: Filipino cult house or something like that and she spoiler alert she she ended up birthing the de- the the devil
0: was that was that Poughkeepsie tapes no that was I guess that was VHS was that VHS two it might have been two I don't know I, don't know. I think that sure. was might have been two one was the one with the uh, the date rape guys who take home the girl that's not a oh, girl. Oh no 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 no
1: no no! <laughs> Woo! Oh yeah, the oh, one who the ends
0: witches. up being the witch. I like you. It's not a witch. I, I like, like, like you, critter. Yeah, that one. Oh, <laughs> that's. Oh, oh. Like, oh. <laughs> See, you it's, it's horror movie time, y'all. Guess God, I'm, so <laughs> the rest, I'm so <laughs> I, I'm, excited. I know. I'm
1: making a mental note of like, oh yeah, I want to watch that one again. I'm going to watch that one again. Yeah, that so one, let one, me, that
0: let one. me let me marinate on that. I'll throw some suggestions up in the of like of like more chill. Horror movies, like entry level, gateway, gateway drug horror movies. I'll throw them up in the Facebook discussion group. Yeah. <laughs> Tokyo <laughs> Police, Tokyo Gore yeah, Police, Tokyo Gore Police. no, don't, do that, uh, no,
1: don't do, no, not do that one. No, no, Jess, no, not,
0: no. God. audition. <laughs> oh God, Battle Royale. Don't watch audition.
1: <coughs> Thank I mean, you very do, much, but-
0: Jess uh will
1: james says it's g1 season baby yes no question this week just a quick thank you to both to you both for keeping it rolling during these times and i can't wait for the g1 preview bonus episode for us 10 dollar patrons <laughs> hashtag shameless plug <laughs> thank you very much for that will I thank see what you, you did very there. much nice. we're looking
0: forward to it too yeah. <laughs> very and, much
1: and uh go sign up for patreon patreon.com slash bwo heyo uh, there's a whole catalog guys years of bonus episodes at this point uh for it's, you to it's get funny i think my computer
0: knows I, i'm sorry real quick nick my computer knows my my background screen has turned into the babadook the moment where the, the whole side the, of the bedroom the scratchy was drawing no just the, like w- when she's in the bedroom and the whole wall just disappears into blackness oh and it's yeah just black it's, yeah mm. yep.
1: chill bump see Awesome. Stop it.
0: <laughs> Sorry, whole back catalog of episodes that you can go check out now yes. if you sign up for that now. So don't, you don't just get this week. You get the whole back catalog of episodes. Is that what you're going for there, Nick? Yeah, exactly.
1: The minute you I sign up, it. you've got access to 20-something additional bonus episodes of us breaking down all kinds of crazy stuff. I got you. Plus, Nick booking. I mean, Ugh. like, do you need anything else?
0: Oh, come on. Yeah.
1: And finally, bringing in, <laughs> bringing it in... As he always likes to do, Marshall. Mm-hmm. Last yeah. but certainly never least. <laughs> uh, goodbye and good night. Just wanted Goodbye to and just
0: good night. Do it right. Bang. Now.
1: Yes. Like, just wanted to know what you think the ceiling is for the Dark Order. Recently, they've blown up with their BTE skits. Shut the, shut the fuck up, up Silver. Silver. And now they're creating viable <laughs> merch from it. I hope they have an STFU uh, silver shirt that I can buy. Oh, if not, I'm going to make one myself and put it up on TeePublic for all of you guys. Uh, one more time. Just Shut the, it's. the fuck up, silver! Because <laughs> it's, it's so funny. Personally, I uh, think they could be on a Bullet Club path because their Join the Dark uh-huh. Order shirt is very marketable to non-wrestling fans, much like the Bullet Club shirt, and still is. Uh, thanks for all you do and giving the BW Nation a clear understanding on changes unlike WWE does. Oh, Shots fired, Marshall. I fair, hear you. Thank play. you, and thank you for the compliment. I, I appreciate that. I, we always try to be completely open and transparent with all of you guys. Um, so I've, I think i I feel like I've talked about what I would have liked to have seen from Dark Order ad nauseum, going all the way back to the beginning of the year before Matt Hardy came over. We all were all but convinced it was going to be Matt Hardy as the leader of Dark Order. It ended up being Luke Harper slash Brody Lee. <sighs> Uh, that wasn't the way I saw it going, but i wasn't terribly mad at it uh i don't think it ever got anywhere close to what I thought it would be, which was final boss Brody Lee and Evil Uno and Stu Grayson sort of being the frontman of the whole thing they've now turned into sort of goons, which i i 'm not really a fan of it The dark order doesn't seem to be doing anything now that doesn't involve Brody Lee, and I feel like that's a misstep
0: it's funny because. This is something that I got into a discussion online about recently, and that is that we were all expecting some sort of strange Lovecraftian cult yeah, out of Dark Order, right? Oh, we yeah. were expecting some mysticism, some Look weird- Look at the logo.
1: It's got all the voodoo, tentacles and everything. Just
0: hoodoo juju thing, and that's not what it was. Instead, what it is is actually probably one of the most realistic expressions of how a cult actually is- mm. That you can think of, I mean, it's
1: you can definitely draw some parallels led, to Scientology with Miscavige and and Peter and Miscavige stuff. is basically
0: yeah. Brody Lee, yeah. yeah. He's he's, the, he's an abusive, angry guy at the top that everyone you know is half afraid of and half respects because he is bringing stuff to the table. Like, but at the same time, it's also because in some ways you're brainwashed to believe that what you're getting out of it is worth what you're taking, what it's taking from you. And part of what makes people want to be in cults is this feeling of camaraderie, right? We're all in this together. These are, we were all kind of out on our own, didn't really know what we were doing, and I feel at home here. I feel like I've got friends around me. I feel like I've got other people that I identify with or that I have some sort of commonality with. And there is this alpha person at the top who's running us and telling us what to do, and that gives us some comfort because he's usually right.
1: You mean to scare you? Right? Brody Lee is David Miscavige. Evil uno's Tom Cruise, Stu Grayson is John Travolta.
0: Kind of, it's a little bit that way. I mean, I, I'm sure we could really get into the details and 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 break it all down, but it doesn't have to be point for point exact accurate. It can just be like a general idea of this is how cults work in general. Yeah,
1: but it's scary how and aligned it, it is, right? But even that's even what if, I'm saying. If you look at Waco, if you look at uh, sure. with the Branch Davidians, if you look at yeah. any of that stuff, yeah.
0: I hope they don't get into the weird sex stuff with David Koresh (laughs) now that they've started to get like Tay Conti and Anna Jay in there. Like that would get a little bit bizarre. I don't need that. But the bottom, what I'm saying though is that Dark Order has actually turned into a really fascinating um, group in a lot of ways. Yes, they're also insanely entertaining and funny on BTE. But I don't know if they're going to be like on the level of Bullet Club. The thing about Bullet Club was they were cool. The point of Dark Order is they're not cool. None of them are cool. Brody Lee's a psychopath, and everyone else is either a weirdo or a loser. Sort of seeking his approval in a way, his acceptance. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, It's one of the first things to breaking away from, uh, from a cult is to get a sense of self-worth. Mm. And none of those guys have it right now. So it's, it's hard to really like them. It's hard to root for them. It's hard to like care for them in the way that you did for Bullet Club when that's the case. So, what's Dark Order's ceiling? I I don't know. I feel like their ceiling creatively is the moon. I mean, it's it's they've got so much they can do with it based on how they're presenting it. Which, as as you said, Nick, was really unexpected. But in terms of popularity, I don't see them getting anywhere near like a Bullet Club level because they're just not that cool. Well,
1: I mean, Bullet Club also has had pff, ten years, uh, seven. If I'm doing that math yeah. right
0: i feel like you know i feel like there's definitely you could see a lot of people wearing dark order shirts because the dark order shirts are cool i just don't see it breaking into the mainstream in the same way yeah. if just to answer marshall's question more specifically like could i see a lot of people wearing dark order shirts yeah they're hella cool yeah big eye with tentacles that's awesome it's lovecraft you know it's Cthulhu cool. stuff yeah sure it might break in in like a very niche market because you have lovecraft fans who sound like that's a really cool lovecraft shirt yeah right but that's Again, super niche. Yeah. You're not going to see that anywhere near the same level as Blood Club.
1: They're all going to be pushing their glasses
0: up. <laughs> uh, had you read H.P. Lovecraft? The uh, man was uh, slightly racist, but we're trying to reclaim his legacy from his racist past because uh, did you not know he is the father of modern horror? Uh, cosmic horror, tentacles, and Cthulhu. Uh. Yeah. Oh, I, say as, I say this is I say this is someone with Lovecraft's entire works on my shelf. Exactly, so, you know. Exactly, I'm one of those people.
1: <laughs> Thank you very much, Marshall. He says thanks for all you doing for giving BW Nation. Oh yeah, I read that already. Thank you very much, Marshall. I appreciate Thank you it very
0: much. Thank you, Marshall.
1: Thank oh you so much. goodness, we have been streaming now for three hours. That's how it works. I That's how it. we do. Absolutely, this love is it. how we Shout do out it. to everybody in the chat for hanging with us all night tonight. I hope you guys are enjoying this new format. Thank you for bearing with us. On this new transition, as we change some things around to uh, to reclaim Saturdays and bring you the stuff sooner, we want to get. That's really the goal is to get things out there sooner. Mm -hmm. So, not uh, this weekend. We're still going to be doing Saturday, but next week we are moving Saturday's show to Friday night immediately after SmackDown, covering AEW NXT and the SmackDown we just watched. So stay tuned, guys. The next couple of weeks are going to be a little bit, little bit shaky with the transition, but I think we're already getting there, and uh, we'll we'll make yep. our way through this. Sir Ian Danger is doing audio only this week, so he'll yep. ha- he'll have a fun sort of still pose image. <laughs> Maybe he'll be walking like an Egyptian or voguing or All something right. like that. Right?
0: We'll see. We'll see what it is.
1: <laughs> I love the eighties. Uh, th- <laughs> thank you very much for hanging out tonight, guys. All the subs and bits in chat, you guys absolutely blew it up tonight. Much love. Thank you, Thank you so, so much. much. Thank
0: you for hanging uh, with us.
1: Again, reminder September is underway on Twitch. If you have not gotten your Twitch sub in, you can get up to 30% off on your sub for the month of September. Mm. And from Delicious. what I understand, that does grandfather each month. So if you sign up for it and you keep renewing it, you can maintain that discount. So look into it. Really? That. I believe so. Yes. So check I mean? into that. It is the time. They do this every year during September, and they call it sub So check out your Twitch subs. Uh-huh. Come support your boys over here at the Busted Wide Open Show. And uh, we love you guys. Thank you, everybody, for hanging out. Get into the Discord for all the fun chats. Uh, we got the G1 starting this weekend. All kinds of good stuff uh, going on as well. We've got Clash of Champions coming up, Survivor Series, Hell in a Cell, Tables, Lines, Chairs, all this. Uh, bruh, 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 bruh. Uh, 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 so uh. much wrestling going on. We're in the final three month stretch of the year. We got Horror Palooza coming up. You don't want to miss that. Get into the Discord. Yeah. I am looking forward to new Horror Palooza episodes Oh, I got some major. movies lined
0: up this year. My Season goodness, three. I got some
1: movies. Mm. <laughs> um, Series, though. Stuff. Top 30 top 31 I would love to see that oh, list. Oh yeah. Yes, I would, yes, I would yes. like to actually personally work through your list. Yes, uh, I got you, boo. So set it up, man, and share it with everybody. It can be personal. It can we'll be all, personal too. We'll all no, work through be... it and, and talk through uh, each movie. Yeah. Maybe we'll do some watch parties and stuff. It's going to be album.
0: like oh, uh, I'll 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 put it all together like I'll, I'll make a cross cross reference of like classic and how much I like it.
1: Mm, love so it. It won't
0: be like it won't be like every other one where it's like <laughs> Alien, Psycho, <laughs> The Shining or the top 3.
1: Nice. <laughs> Uh, let me take a quick check real quick and see what we've got going on over on Twitch right now. Is there anybody online? Uh, yes. Austin Creed is actually online with about 600 people playing Fall Guys. So uh, stick around, guys. Fall Don't guys. go anywhere. I love Fall Guys. Let's That's us raid them. Uh, we're going to raid uh, Austin Creed, Xavier Woods, in case she didn't know what that was. But yep. Uh yeah guys, hang tight. We're gonna do the outro. We'll come right back after the music's done playing and we'll do a raid. Thank you guys for tuning in tonight. My name is Nick Howell. You can find me on Twitter at Data Center Dude.
0: And I am Sir Ian Dangerous. You can find me on Twitter at Sir Ian Dangerous.
1: But my God! Somebody stop the damn match!